Hello, and welcome to the Nonprofit Radio Show, a podcast with tips and tools for small nonprofits. If you feel in the dark about how to run a nonprofit, sunshine is on its way. I'm Nancy Bacon, and I'm joined by Sarah Brooks and Joanne Crabtree. Today, we're talking about boards. Boards are important every day of the year, and now you're in a place where you can't meet. What are you supposed to do about that? You know, we know our boards are really important. They set our mission, decide our strategy, steward our resources. We think a lot about how to make them work great. And now we're faced with how to make them think about really important things, kind of existential topics, and they can't come together in person. They can't sit together around a a table and really wrestle with some of these issues facing our organizations. I've been thinking a lot about how to do this. I'm a teacher at heart, and I know there's a lot in the teaching and learning world that we can bring into how we run our boards. But mostly, I want to talk about boards and how to make the most of your work together when you can't come together in person. This is such an important topic right now, Nancy. I know that in my organization, we're just about to have our second uh, virtual board meeting, and there was a lot we learned from the first one, mostly by trial and error. And I can't wait to implement some new ideas. And I'm really excited to learn with both of you so that we can make those meetings not only fun and meaningful, but also efficient and powerful for the organization and the mission going forward. Absolutely. You know, I think about three big ideas when it comes to boards. And the first thing right now, I just want to say that board work, it takes time all of the time to think about how your board functions, that this isn't a new thing that we're thinking about. How do I get my board to really excel at what it does. This is something we do think about all the time and we should be thinking about all the time because board members are busy. It takes work to get their attention. They have lives, they have families, they have jobs, they have other things going on. So even in the sunniest of days, we need to think about how to best engage our board members. And now we're doing it online. And I think there's some really interesting thinking coming out now about how to make meetings most effective. You know, they say about online learning that sometimes online learning is better than in-person learning because we're being so much more thoughtful. We're, we're in this zone that we don't really know what we're doing. So we're, we're spending a lot more time thinking about it. And I feel it's the same thing when it comes to board meetings. We're spending a lot more time thinking about how to construct an engaging meeting And that's great. You know, Nancy, one of the things I noticed in a a board meeting that my organization had recently was that it actually allowed for some grace in the awkwardness of facilitation. So a problem I think a lot of boards often have is that you don't hear from everybody. You may have two or three board members who take the floor and you've got some quiet folks who won't always come out and want to often have an amazing thing to share, but may not be the loudest voice in the room. When you're on Zoom or on a phone call, your board chair has this brilliant opportunity to be awkward, embrace the awkwardness and say, Joanne, I haven't heard from you today, or Nancy, what are your thoughts on this? And provide that space and opportunity for everyone to participate. It's actually one of the really neat hidden secrets of a virtual board meeting. I, you know, one of the things we talk a lot about in with boards is to get to know each other, to build trust, to like... I want to know not just about you in the context of the board, but what do you care about? What are you passionate about? What is your family passionate about? And one of the beautiful things about Zoom meetings is we get a little glimpse into your life. Your dog might run past and uh, your kid might poke her head in and, and have a question. And I see your kitchen or your whatever, wherever you're sitting. 
And I do think it helps in terms of building the relationship. You know, the second thing that I think is important is that we talk all the time about the need to focus your board on making good decisions, that the role of the board is to steward your organization towards making good decisions. And so often we get weighed down with the details of, you know, the next fundraiser, the next, you know, we read the board minutes or we get, you know, we get stuck in the executive director report and the life of, of the vision and the mission isn't there. My thought with boards now is to really focus on what you need to be talking about. Skip the reports, filter out all that stuff that people can read online. This is a great time to think about how to center your conversations about what really matters. And if you need to change your bylaws, if you need to really think about your habits and change your habits on how you come together, this is a great window into doing that. Speaking as a staff person, I know I've learned through the years that board meetings are less of a place for me to talk and more of a place to ask good questions. I think a lot of executive directors or staff people who help facilitate board meetings see them as a performance. They're the, they're the chance to prove you're still worthy, still doing good work. And I completely understand where that pressure and stress and feeling the need to prove yourself comes from. But an actual functioning board meeting is one where what you're really doing is exposing the things you don't know how to do yet, and you need help from your community. So when I think about a board agenda, I actually think about what are the questions I want to ask that will facilitate great discussion. Sometimes those questions are yes or no. Should we do this or not? Sometimes they are existential. They're the big, lofty, heavy lifting ones that might need three sub-questions underneath them. And I think about balancing an agenda so that I have some questions that are easy. Yeah, we can vote on the meetings from last, you know, last month. Um, and some questions that are going to take us 20 or 30 minutes, where my role as the staff person is really only to offer my opinions if I'm asked. Not that I don't have them, and not that my board won't eventually ask for my opinion, but to lead with the question and let the, let the discussion take us where we want it to be. Because remember, you have a board because they represent the community, and you want that voice in every decision you're making. You know, I love this idea of discussions because it brings me to my last point, and that is that so often with boards, we speak one to whole, and that is that one person talks and the whole board listens. And one of the things that is so important with boards is to build trust, to build connection. And so these are perfect times to go beyond the one to whole conversation. Have a phone call, do some pair share. You know, if you and I are on a board, uh, Sarah, why not you and I have a conversation about that really important topic? I don't mean that we're going to make a decision. I mean, let's really explore it. Let's take the time to vet it, to imagine it, to really push it to a new level. This is a great time to go for social distance walks with your fellow board members. This is a great time to better understand the clients with whom you're working. Take time now to build those relationships. With video conferencing, I love how right now when we're talking with each other, we're not looking at any one person. It's very common for the board chair and the CEO or ED to be having this conversation back and forth and everybody else sort of becomes observers. Whereas on Zoom, everybody is pretty much equal in we can all see each other. Nobody knows who we're looking at because we're looking at everybody. And that's really lovely. 
in an in-person, which is also wonderful, it's really easy to become overexcited and talk too much because we are so passionate about what we do and we just can't wait to keep doing more of it or doing it better. I think we need to remember that sometimes people don't really mean to dominate the conversation, but they do just because they're so excited about what's happening. Mm -hmm. Well, and let's not forget that some of us are uncomfortable with silence. And I find Zoom is making me practice my patience with that. It's okay for there to be a lull in the conversation because people might be thinking. In real life, I'm way less able to pause and let that space sit empty. And I think this is a great opportunity for all of us to reflect a little bit on how we participate in group conversation, which is so important to your board functioning well. Absolutely. You know, COVID has shed light on boards for good and bad. There are some really effective boards that are really rising to the occasion. And there are some boards that had been struggling until now, and they're really taking this time to reflect on what they could do better as an organization. I would say take time to make notes on what you want to improve. Now may not be the time to put those notes into action. You have some big decisions in front of you. But be clear on what kind of board you want to be in the future and take steps towards doing that. Help each other. You've come together as a board because you really care about something important. And now more than ever, we need to connect with each other. Our word for today is connection. And I chose that word because so many words come to mind with boards, but connection is what it ultimately is about. It's about connecting to the mission. It's about connecting to each other. You're on a journey together to make the world a better place in some way. And so using this time to connect with your mission and each other is so important. Absolutely. I love the word connection, Nancy. I think of two magnets coming together. They're just forced together. They both can't help but be glued together. And I think too often in the nonprofit world, there's an us versus them, a staff versus board. It's like they're repelling each other almost. And this is exactly the moment when we need to recognize that we want to be connected together and that the way we do that is by embracing the opportunities that virtual meetings give us these unusual moments. I think it's always great to think about when something has to be done differently. Like, how do we take advantage of that? And Joanne's point that like, now we get to see everybody. Maybe we should also see more staff people than we used to. Or how do we, how do we create a second meeting that's just a board and staff social to get to know each other, to recognize what everybody does and what strengths people bring to the organization. There are these great opportunities to make that connection valuable because it's working for both sides of that magnet coming together. Absolutely. We're all on the same team and it's easy for for us to know that as nonprofits, but not always to practice it. And for us to be on this all on the same team, we need to really have those relationships, those connections with each other so that we can all pull in the direction of our mission and vision. Absolutely. You know, as I think about how to kind of put some of these ideas in action, I think the first thought I have is call each other. I was recently talking to an executive director who now three months into this COVID thing hadn't heard from her board yet. Call each other, call your fellow staff members, call your fellow board members, check in with each other, both on a professional and a personal level. How are you doing? Are you doing okay? Go deeper, get to know each other. Find ways to build trust so you're stronger when we come out of this. You know, COVID has forced us to get creative. It has challenged us in our regular ways of doing things. There may be a silver lining in all of this. You have risen to other challenges. You'll rise to this one too. 
You've got this. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you'll share this episode of the Nonprofit Radio Show with your colleagues, friends, and family. Nonprofit Radio Show. Sunshine for small nonprofits. Tune in for our next episode on your favorite podcasting site or at nonprofitradioshow.com. Nonprofit Radio Show is hosted by Nancy Bacon, Sarah Brooks, and Joanne Crabtree. Music composed by Riley Crabtree.